Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 145 and we have the wonderful Steve Gordon back on the show today. Hi, this is Steve Gordon. You're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, in the last episode, Steve already shared with us how to become an unstoppable CEO. And in this episode, we are going deeper into the exponential network strategy. What can you do to have a big impact in the world to create your tribe and to get the business results you are looking for so that you can spend less time on business development and more time on what really matters. Because this is what Steve Gordon helps service business entrepreneurs create that they leverage their marketing systems. He is the best-selling author and founder of the Unstoppable CEO and the host of the wonderful podcast Unstoppable CEO. Steve has written over 400 articles on marketing for service businesses. So you want to know what's next? Stay tuned. Well, I'm so excited to have you back on the show, Steve. Thank you. Christine, I'm just excited to be here and had a great time in the first episode. I know. And I loved, I loved the advice you gave with, you know, erase the word podcast, do an interview series, you know, kind of take it easy, but do something, build relationships. Because sales, marketing, having a business, it is all about relationships. And the better you are in building these relationships, the more success you will have because people then want to support you. They, they are on a mission with you. And um, I love that you shared the link for our listeners to actually download your kind of blueprint, your book. Let's see again where people can get that to um, get their copy. Sure. The, the book is called The Exponential Network Strategy. And uh, we've put up a page just for your listeners. If they go to unstoppableceo.net slash heart cells, and uh, there'll be a link on that page to, to get the ebook and the audio book um, and, and uh, they can dive into it from there. Awesome. And I also love that we had the conversation that, you know, you don't need to make it complicated with a book. You don't need to write a thousand pages smaller books will do as well if you deliver great content right your audience will love you for every single piece you are putting out there yeah and you know with books um i've seen people struggle for years with books um myself i i tried to write two books before i actually finished one um, and, and those first two attempts ended up in the garbage can because they weren't very focused and I didn't, I didn't have a good process in place for, um, you know, for writing them. And, um, and I thought it just was a bigger project than it needed to be. When I ultimately wrote my first book, um, it's more of a traditional business book. It's, I don't know, 150, 200 pages, something like that. And, um, and I was able to write that in 30 days. Wow. It's about 35 or 36,000 words. And I wrote an hour or so a day and roughly a thousand words, a little more than a thousand words a day, which is not a lot, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, you're going to write a book, you're going to have to get comfortable with writing somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, close to a thousand words an hour. And most, I think most people can do that if you know what you're going to be writing about. And if you think about it, well, if you're doing a thousand a day, you can get a, a you know, full size trade paperback done in a month. Um, now I, I 
tend to prefer writing shorter, smaller, more focused books. Um, I find people enjoy them more because it conveys one important idea very quickly. And, you know, and that usually means that the book is somewhere in the neighborhood of about 10,000 words. Well, if you're writing blog posts, that's, you know, somewhere between six and 10 blog posts, depending on how long your posts are, you know? So it, you don't have to make writing a book more complicated than it, than it actually needs to be. The, I had a client who um, we were encouraging him to write a book and he went off and he did it. And I mean, call, calling this a book is being rather generous. He wrote 12 typed pages in Microsoft Word, 12 pages. We formatted it as a book. And I think when we got it down into like a book format, it was more like 25 pages. I mean, it was pretty thin, but it was a book. It did the job. He got clients from it. So, um, you know, don't think that you've got to go away into your writing cabin for 18 months while you crank out the, the next great business bestseller. That's not the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the purpose is always connecting with people, supporting people to make their dreams come true. Because if you help them making their dreams come true, they make sure that they help you making your dreams come true. And I think that's, that's such a wonderful way of, of seeing things and it makes, it makes life easier and more fun. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah. So you've been in business for so long. Do you remember in your life in general, the very first thing you've ever sold? The first thing I sold was a, a large consulting project. So my first business, we were in a tiny little discipline of engineering called geomatics. Um, part of what we did was we created um, digital maps back when uh, they, that was relatively new. This is before Google Maps existed and all of this other stuff. And we would create digital maps for county governments here in the U.S. where we'd map out all of the the property boundaries so they could use in their, in their uh, GIS, their geographic information system. And our little firm, I think we were 10 or 12 people at the time. I'd only been there about a year. Um, we submitted a proposal to the, the county where we were located um, for this project and to map all of these property boundaries electronically for the first time. And uh, we were up against about a half dozen very large national and international firms. And I mean, you want to talk about David versus Goliath in this whole process. Um, but we had an advantage uh, going back to the word relationship that we've talked about because we were a local firm, we had been building relationships with all of the people who were advocating that, that this work be done. And it was a, it was a fairly, I don't know if groundbreaking is the right word, but it was very, very new. And so they were sort of trying to sell the powers that, that be that, that controlled budget that, uh, that this needed to happen. And, and we're doing that over a course of several years. And so over these years, we built relationship with them. We helped them sort of spec, you know, what the projects should look like. And when we came in and, and submitted our proposal and went up against all of these larger firms, I mean, the larger firms did well. They had experience that we didn't have. They had qualifications we didn't have. But ultimately, we won. And we won because we had relationships that, that those other firms didn't have. And if you looked on paper, 
we were not the most qualified firm. You know, if you just simply looked at the number of credentials we had, which in that case mattered, um, and the experience we had, we weren't as qualified as the others, but we had the relationships. We understood the project better and we could demonstrate that and, and we won. And I got to tell you, that was probably the, one of the key moments in my career because seeing that success gave me just a tremendous confidence going forward. Mm. Love that story. Yeah, it's always once you made a sale and you really feel you've done something great because you're now supporting whatever you sold, the person, the company, the government. It is such a beautiful feeling because now you get to step up in your own game. You, you get to prove what can be done. And, and in your case, even though you didn't have the credentials, but you had the relationships, so people were seeing the potential in you and your colleagues. So I, I really love that. And I think it's so inspiring for entrepreneurs who might be struggling or just starting or even thinking about starting their own business. Once you can establish that relationship, once you have something somebody needs, you can put it in a book, in a podcast, in a conversation, and you can really, you know, step up into the spotlight so people can actually see you and have the opportunity to speak to you. What's as I, you know, as I think back to that particular sale and the things that came after it, um, it really, it, it took me from being uh, on the technical side of that business to very quickly being on the sales and marketing side of that business. And, um, you know, we were using content marketing in the 90s. We would go and give speeches and presentations. Uh, anywhere we could speak on the topic to the right group of people, we would go and do it. And within a couple of years, our firm and, and me and, and one of the other principals in particular, we had really become recognized as kind of the thought leaders in that little industry for the group, the group of people we were trying to influence, which in our case was all over the state of Florida here in the U.S. Um, it didn't take all, of, all that long to accomplish that. And so we went from being, uh, you know, like I, I said before, so, sort of the best kept secret in our market to quickly being the, the front runner and the name everyone knew. Mm. Um, and I, I think that's the advantage of, of any kind of media platform. And so whether it's a podcast or you've got an email newsletter that where you share your insights or you go and give speeches, however you do it, having a media platform where you can share your unique worldview and, and help educate the, the people that you want to be a hero to on the problems that they face and, and, the impact of those problems and then educate them on the solution, you know, or at least the path to the solution, you very quickly will build a following. You'll build up a group of people that, uh, that get excited about the fact that you're offering them a way forward out of, out of some situation, you know, or, or towards some opportunity that, that they really want. Yeah, that's so true. And again, it is a relationship and it takes some time to build and it's not, as we talked about in the other episode, like accept the friend request and get pitched. It's really putting in that effort. And I, I just love that 
even though as an entrepreneur, we, we all fail, but we also succeed. And you only have to succeed a little bit more than you fail to be successful and to keep the company running. So when that was your professional sales story. So what was the very first thing you ever sold in your life? Do you remember? Wow. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I think the first thing I sold was um, I was in the Boy Scouts and we had to sell popcorn door to door to raise money for a trip. And I'll never forget, I was just frightened as I could be to go knocking on strangers' doors, um, you know, and, and trying to sell them something. But that the first time I got an order, boy, that was just the greatest feeling. Um, you know, you, you sort of had all the adrenaline from knocking on some strange person's door and having to, you know, talk to this grown up who was, um, a little bit, uh, you know, maybe a little bit intimidating. Um, but then, you know, getting the order and, you know, finding that most people were pretty gracious and, and welcoming, you know, it just, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much that influenced me later, but I do recall that being kind of a, uh, for me personally, it was a big confidence boost to be able to go and do those sorts of things. I was young too. I was probably, I don't know, eight or nine or 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But what a, what a great experience. And I love like how you, I could still feel how you felt like the excitement and the adrenaline coming up. I think we all have those moments where we remember these big, important victories, so to speak, that gave us the confident boost to keep going or to change direction or to try something new. And, you know, knocking on strangers' doors can be quite intimidating. It's like making an offer now for so many people, they feel scared and there's nothing really to be scared about because the worst thing that can happen is getting a no. Right? There's nobody going to come through Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever platform, the phone, and you know, shake your hat or you know, grab you by the shoulder and scream at you. And I, I feel that once people get over it and they can actually go back to such an important and great experience, they can build emotionally on that. So I would always suggest when you're not feeling in your right state, think about these moments, right? Think about selling the very first thing you've ever sold or somebody saying yes or giving you a chance and then go with this energy into the next conversation. Well, and I think it's important for folks to understand, particularly when you're starting out, it's, it's hard to picture this, but everyone that you are hoping to sell to is, is running around right now and they are looking for someone to provide leadership to them in some area of their life or their business. Um, you know, not in necessarily all areas, but in some areas. And for the people that ultimately you're going to serve, they're looking for leadership in the area of their lives that you impact. And if you kind of approach with that mindset that, hey, wait, they're, they're out there, they're looking. They have this issue. They may not understand it fully. My job to educate them because I'm the leader. They, you know, they may not be fully aware of all of the, the side effects or the consequences of the situation that they're in. But it's my job to educate them because I'm the leader. 
and they may not know how to take the next step or even that there is a next step towards a solution available to them. But I'm going to let them know what that is because I'm the leader. And if you take that approach and sort of, it's almost like putting on armor, you know, it's like you're putting on your, your, your suit of armor and you're going to go take leadership for the people that you want to do business with and that you want to impact. Um, and for me, that mindset makes it easy to overcome all of the other challenges because you now begin to tell yourself, well, these people need me, you know, they're depending on me to show up and to do the, the work that I'm here to do. And part of that work is, is to go out and, and market effectively so that I can tell them, Hey, here's the solution that you've been looking for. Follow me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important. As an entrepreneur, you need to lead yourself. And when you lead yourself, then you can lead others. And I think showing up each and every day is leading yourself, right? To show up, to write your blog, to do your Facebook Live or your LinkedIn or Instagram, whatever, whatever your method is to communicate with people, just showing up and, and showing them the value, right? Show them what you've got. Help them in whatever challenges they have maybe daily or weekly and show them that you know what you're talking about will ultimately lead to building that relationship because you gave first. Is that also something that you noticed when you know you gave first that in return there was so much more to come your way? Uh, always. Um, it's, it's not something that I've noticed just at, at the beginning when I started but I'm, I'm astonished at, at what comes from generosity. Yeah. And I don't ever approach it from the perspective of I'm doing this to get something, um, you know, but it's, uh, it's always amazed me what comes back from that. And the, the problem, I mean, you, you hear people talk about this all the time and you can get a little bit, um, you know, woo-woo metaphysical with it that, you know, I'm sending these signals out to the universe and all that stuff. I'm a little more practical than that. And I like to observe things and, and then kind of take stock of my experience. And I know that when I act in that way, where I'm just, you know, giving value whenever I can, and I'm always looking for ways where I can give, you know, almost give, value exponentially, you know, things like podcasts and webinars and books. Those are ways for me to be able to give value to a lot of people that I couldn't do one-on-one. -on -one. So I always look for those sort of opportunities where I can leverage. But whenever I do that, I always get far more back than I put in. And I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know when it's coming. I don't know who it's coming from. And I've learned just not to care that much about any of those details, but just trust that it's going to happen. Um, you know, and, and get out and, and, and share your message. You know, if I didn't show up today to do this interview with you, there'd be all of your listeners who wouldn't have heard this message. And for some of them, it's going to be an important message for them to hear. I hope um, some of them may say, ah, not for me. And that's okay. But you've got to find a way that you can show up again and again and again and again. And then again, 
and share your message because the people that need it are out there. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, woo-woo or not, I'm always amazed of what comes my way, right? Because when you give, you don't expect that person to give right back at you, right? That's like, that. I think that's the old way of thinking, the scarcity, right? I'm inviting you to my party, so you have to invite me to your party. I'm giving you a gift, now you have to give me a gift kind of thing. And um, I think that's a pretty limiting um, belief and, and, and mindset. If you're just there to give, what goes around comes around. So at some point, one person will decide to support you and they don't expect anything back. And I just think that it's so beautiful once you adapted that mindset because it opens so many doors. It makes life so much more fun because at the end of the day, it's about contribution, I feel. And the more you can contribute, the more you can give, the more fulfilled you will be. And the, the nice add-on is that people also support you um, on your way, even though if you haven't calculated it, right? I'm often surprised like when people reach out that I've never read the name or I, I've never seen a like or stuff I posted. And then all of a sudden you get this beautiful message and uh, you just think like, wow, where's this coming from? building a relationship with somebody you you didn't know was in your environment so i just i just love that that you mentioned the the giving piece and the practical piece of the woo woo stuff <laughs> so it's working yeah we're, it, it's it's worked for me for for my entire career awesome well, what, what's working as well is that you are giving to our community such a great book and an audiobook, or people can get, get the paper copy on Amazon, but you have ex created a link extra for us. So do you mind uh, repeating it, please? Absolutely. They can go to unstoppableceo.net slash heart cells. And, um, and when you go there, you'll find a link to uh, download are the ebook of uh, the the exponential network strategy. Um, there's an audio version of it, and uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before. There's also a video version. I had um, one of my clients actually interview me, kind of chapter by chapter through the book. And so uh, you can, however you like to consume it, you can get it there. Um, and uh, and the paperback is available, but uh, to get that, the best way to do that is get it on Amazon. Okay, well, that's very cool. So what would you love to leave our listeners with to finish off this wonderful episode? Well, I, I think going back to where we, we started in, in the first episode, if you're struggling with sales, the vast majority of the time, that starts because you don't have enough opportunities. You don't have enough leads. And that creates this feeling of scarcity and stress and desperation. And that's the thing to focus on. That to me, for, for folks who are, um, you know, who haven't yet hit the six figure mark or who are in the low six figures um, and, and looking to grow, that's probably the number one thing to focus on. Uh, you know, the, you've got to get the number of opportunities up. Once you do that, almost everything else becomes easier. And I see so many people get caught up in doing all kinds of other things that aren't gonna get them over that one big hurdle. 
you know, you get over that hurdle and you've got good lead generation and you have a flow of people, you can then now buy the time to solve lots of other problems in your business mm. uh, that didn't matter as much beforehand. But until you get over that hurdle and you've got, you know, a good flow of clients, you're just going to struggle. Yeah, totally agree. So make it easier for yourself. Implement a strategy where you can show up to the right people, where you can connect, where you can build relationships and then, you know, make that offer to have the conversation with you or to, to join your tribe or whatever it is, podcast, newsletter, write a book, but get yourself out there more. Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Steve, for all the wisdom you shared with us. There were so many golden nuggets. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to, for your next book to come out, hopefully at some point soon, and uh, to share even more of your message. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Christine. This has been so much fun. This is so true as for as not just the strategy, but something you really need to do to, to become an unstoppable CEO. You really need to show up as a leader because the people you serve, they need what you have. So you need to educate them. You need to get them into your system. You need to serve them. You need to build these wonderful relationships so that you can really leverage your business, that you can have the impact in the world that you want to have, that you also can make the money you want to make so you can pay for your dreams. And I think Steve said it so beautifully in this episode, all the things he had done to really have the impact and how it took off once they stepped into the right place at the right time. And this only happened because they showed up. So you also want to show up by subscribing to Heart Sales Podcast, by tuning in to all the amazing guests that are featured here to the Variety Fridays where I share my wisdom with you or answer your questions or give you amazing resources. But for now, hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab with the show notes, with the transcripts, with all the amazing resources we talked about and make sure you are staying tuned for the next episode. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and I'm saying bye for now. <music>